Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG, brought to you by Ultimate Guard. Whoa, it's me again. This is part two of episode 98. So if you missed part one and you want to listen to our spoiler talk, go back to the previous episode. But now we're going to kind of pivot from the TCG and we're going to go right into our main topic. And we're talking, I mean, we're just talking Final Fantasy. You know, we all love the IP. It's something we've that's been a part of our lives since, you know, since we could, we were aware, made aware of it. Um, so I guess what we want to, want to talk about is like what's been your experience. And James, we'll start with you. You know, being our our you know our fantastic guest, and we appreciate you going through all those spoilers with us. Tell us, you know, where your love from Final Fantasy with Final Fantasy started. So you know, what kind of memories has it evoked? You know, invoked in you. And uh, by the way, before you do that. Remember a couple years ago when you did like the it wasn't the player of the month thing, but it was like a giveaway and you were giving away a Final Fantasy One Nintendo Power Strategy Guide. Oh yeah, I, I that is one of my favorite things that I have, sir. So oh, I'm I'm glad to hear that. Yes. So by the way, that was one of my probably my favorite thing that I've won in this community. <laughs> oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. So James, tell us about your love for Final Fantasy and you know what what it means to you and you know what it you know. Talk about some of that, like, touch more on, like, some of that flavor you see with the cards into the game. And talk about, like, your favorite, your favorite entry. So we're, just sure. chat us up, man. Um, so I did not start with Final Fantasy One. I. Um, I am a bit up there in age. I'm 36. Um, so I was, I was around back in the day. But basically, I got a Super Nintendo when it first came out that Christmas. And I think our first games were like Super Mario World and Pilot Wings. And mm-hmm. that was great. Um, but a few a few weeks later, I think, or like a month later, we went to the video store back when there were video stores. Um, and Final Fight was rented out. So I was like, all right, like what else do they have? And there was a red box with a big sword on it. So already I'm like, all right, we're, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> right next to Final Fight, right? Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it was Final Fantasy 2. And I was just like, well, I get I get to rent one game a week. Let's make the most out of this. Um, and it was pretty weird. I was seven years old. I was playing a game where you attack things and numbers fly up. And I was, you know, like it was completely different. Um, but me and my brothers got through it. Uh, I mean, it was a game where like your your party, like your character, the good guys die in the game. Uh, that was pretty heavy for like being seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of reminded us of Star Wars, which I think was the point um, because you have a lot of references. The you know uh, the evil empire and uh, Golbez might as well be like Darth Vader the way he has his own evil music and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to space, uh, on and on and on. Um, so that was that was my first entry into it. Um, so I think a big thing when most people go, hey, what's your favorite Final Fantasy? It's usually the first one that got them into it. Um, I don't know if 4 is the favorite. It's definitely top 3. Um, but that's how I got into it. And then naturally... Uh, I looked all over for Final Fantasy um, V because that was like technically the next entry, but we didn't get it over here. Um, so I remember seeing the promo, the the advertisement for Final Fantasy three mm-hmm. in like a Game Pro, and it had Mog and all the monsters. Oh, the... that was the No Wimps, I think. Uh... Yeah, No Wimps, boys. Um, and I was like. I think it was like a few years later, if not longer, when that came out. So naturally, I picked that up. Six was amazing. Um, there was so on, so forth. Uh, you know, tactics took a bit of a turn on how Final Fantasy was, but I, I, I used to be really huge into like Command and Conquer, Warcraft, um, Dune. I loved strategy games, um, and tactics really took things for a spin because it had a very political sort of um and i mean this was way back in the day but it had like what you consider like a game of thrones sort of mm-hmm. tone to it um there was very little uh 
comedy to it. I mean, they had a couple moments, but people were like family members were betraying each other for the throne. Uh, People were like summoning demons and the church was involved and it was like pretty heavy stuff. Um, So I got really attached to that. Delita is probably like my favorite Final Fantasy character. Um, Mm -hmm. And that like the, the theme of like four and tactics, the like more fantasy knights and princesses and like stuff like that the crystals um that is what i look for um i'm sure because you know uh people will hate on this a bit but like i really like nine because it kind of you know went back to the crystals and black mages and stuff but like 10 i know people like worship 10 but like there is not a character in that game that i can like, I don't want to say they're bad characters, but I, I just don't identify. Like, it's like you got a Blitzball player on your team, and I'm like, that's not a Dark Knight. <laughs> like, so you feel the way about that game that I feel about Seven, so I know exactly where you're okay. And And, yeah, I can, I mean, even with Seven, I think Seven is a great game um, as far as, like, the mechanics, and it's a fun playthrough. Um, I have no attachment to Cloud. Um, yep. I do not struggle with them against the evil shinra i'm just like in fact if there's any character i really like it's probably like rufus Mm -hmm. because i just like his design i mean um but i think seven was the biggest turning point where people were like i don't know what an rpg is but that guy has a giant sword so i'm gonna try it and that's how they fall in love with it um after 10 all right so here's the thing with 11 (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I like so, how you built up to it. I, I respect yes. that. Uh, we are on year 18 of this game being out. I'm I literally wearing it. a shirt that says Final Fantasy XI 18th on it. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, like um, that's where I we're am, at. I am logged in as we're, we're doing this. Um, <laughs> that game, I, I'll, I'll say that I'm going to cover a lot of bases because the first thing everyone says is, that game looks like it's running on like a broken N64. Why are you playing it? Um, so 11 is just one of those games where if if you get through that barrier at the beginning where you have to make an account, do all these little hoops, um, you don't even use a mouse when you play the game. It's designed to be played with a PS2 control or like a PlayStation controller or a keyboard. There is a point where you accept the game for what it is and if you can accept that it it is such an incredible game um like i said i've been playing for 18 years i have so there's so much content that i haven't touched yet that it's insane um you can log in at any point and go what do i want to do today what gear do i want to work on what story do i work on uh do i want to visit goomba over in you know best stock and (laughs) and see what the card is about um there's hundreds of characters that are that are all memorable um a a a huge thing that people hate on the game about is they're like it's it's kind of stupid because like you stand there and you have to select from a menu to attack and then like the 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 monster hits you and i'm like that's really strange a final fantasy game where it's like turn-based and you select commands (laughs) from a menu that's who would have thought um you know and and that's what it is it's an it's a mmo take on a final fantasy now you do have to sacrifice time part of your soul and your loved ones to get the most out of the game It, it demands a ton of your time but um you could go to myself uh john you could go to anyone who enjoys 11 and you could say a random character term or location and i guarantee you'll be in for like a five-hour conversation (laughs) about memories things you hate about it um it's just i used to work at a uh it was called plane trade it was like a retro gamestop sort of Mm -hmm. chain um and occasionally people would come in and they um they bring up 11 and i'm like oh like what job do you play and they're like Oh, he plays eleven, and they would mention like, so like, do you remember like Valkram Dunes? And all of a sudden, 
we're like best friends. <laughs> um, and that's, that's just one of those things. Um, so obviously like, I, I love that game to death. They, they put out new story content for it like a week ago and wow. that, it, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, 12. I, I love, you know, it is Ivalice, so I love it. Um, contrary to most people, I love how they talk. It's like that old English sort of, you it's know. It's like high fantasy, though. I, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 13, no. <laughs> uh, I, I played through it. I don't think it deserves as much hate as it gets uh, because the combat is pretty cool. Um, but I'm, I'm sorry, like, between <laughs> Lightning and Saz and whoever, like, I I don't like that you have to have an encyclopedia in the game to understand what the hell's going on. I'm sure Rob Watt is like on fire right His now. Ears are burning right now. Um I, I just can't get into it. I don't care about Snow is like one of the worst characters in Final Fantasy. Um and that kind of brings how you really feel. <laughs> Look, the only thing I remember about Final Fantasy thirteen is the Leona Lewis song from the game yeah that was it that's all i gave a shit about Dude, something that stuck out to me very very specifically about final fantasy 13 was that the maps felt exactly like final fantasy 10 really final fantasy 10 is also kind of like a hallway type game right yeah, yes, but in is. final fantasy 10 the map would just have like this random little offshoot on the map and 100 percent of the time if you walk down the random offshoot there was a treasure chest at the end of it right and mm-hmm. final fantasy 13 100% of the time, there's absolutely nothing at the end of the offshoot, and it's a dead end. The treasure chests are just floating orbs in the middle of the room somewhere. But, like, all of these, like, all, I would go down all these paths to, like, explore, to just, like, try and see, like, more of the game. And there's literally, until you get to the actual open world, you know, like, the pulse section, there's no reward whatsoever for exploring, like, the nooks and crannies. And I just remember, like, that was so, like, the first time it's a little disappointing. But by like the hundredth time, I've been playing these games for a long time. I'm not going to not check every single right. extra nook on the map. So then every time I check it and there's nothing there, I was like, this is so awful. Who designed this? This feels so bad. Right. It was like a designer was really pissed off one day. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make like a eight mile hallway with a little nook at the end. And it's just going to remind them that they wasted their time. I, I, I don't <laughs> know. Got him. Um, they got me pretty bad, dude. Is yeah, I remember yeah. I was. It was the first game ever where I was in the glossary and I was reading like the like the lore entries in the journal because I was literally like, "What do any of these words mean? I don't understand." Right. I'm reading like the story synopsis and I still don't understand. No, same. Falsy, LC, <laughs> Ice T, whatever. Like I, I don't, I don't care. Um, and then I've had like my roommate like summarize as best as possible what happens in x2 and uh or uh 13.2 and 13.3 and i'm like whatever she's not you know <laughs> whatever I, I can't, exactly I can't, like... it sounds like they they just were like hey we want to triple down on making lightning like the center of the final fantasy universe and i'm right. just not interested in lightning so that doesn't do it for me and I'm not buying her perfume or purses or, or whatever clothing line <laughs> they, they did. Um, 14, you know, 1.0 came out. It was supposed to be like an HD 11. So I immediately threw down on that. Um, I think everyone knows the story about how it was terrible, but then Realm Reborn. Um, I've stuck with it since the start. I think it's a great game with a great story. Mm-hmm. Um but I I kind of burn out on it too quickly. Um, it doesn't have, it's not nearly as unique or there's not as much freedom as 11. Um, it's r- really good. I love the music. Um, great game if you have friends to play with, but it, it doesn't quite, it's a little, the game has a little too much convenience in it, which sounds weird, but uh, I, I, 11 fits like the balance for me. So, um, and 15, um, I really, I, I don't go that I hate 15 because blah, 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 blah. Um, my daughter's playing through it right now on the PS5. It looks incredible. Um, the, the music's great. She loves, uh, the whole like camaraderie, like brotherhood thing, like with the, with the, the main characters. Um, 
I think that game just doesn't fit what I want, but I think for many people it does. So I think it's a good game. Uh, I think everyone just kind of bombarded me with, it's an incomplete game. There was production issues, this, that, whatever. Um, so I never really gave it a chance. Uh, so I, I can't say too much on it because I, I don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Nobody does because they never finished it. Oh, oh, there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> hey! Um, and, and then finally, um, obviously I haven't played it, but from what I've read, 16 is really going back to uh high fantasy uh there's a lot of references to ivalice and it's very political um i'm looking forward to it uh so we'll we'll see how that goes um but yeah long story short uh four tactics and 11 are kind of my things i love six to death um but i just don't i don't go back to it as Mm -hmm. as often as, as i do the other ones um so th- that's kind of my 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 jam on that, um, and then obviously with the card game, there I, I used to do like a recurring article thing where it's like, do you I know why this that. is relevant? Um, and, they're great. Yeah, and they they do such a good job with it. Um, so I so whenever new cards come out, I immediately look and I'm like, so does this have? relevance and sometimes it's impossible because it's just like when this attacks it hurts something and it's like yeah. okay that's not like a call out but, i bet uh, he does that i bet he attacks and hurts things right in the final fantasy so. yeah. <laughs> we talked a bit in the precast about um about how the the flavor is so good on these cards that they will literally like spoil a game for you if you're not careful kind of thing oh definitely um and so yeah i think they do a, like a great job with all that awesome Mm-hmm. It's what kind of what draws you in. Like, I feel like the more you know about the different Final Fantasy games, just the more you can enjoy the card game uh, in like ways beyond just like obviously the mechanics of it. Yeah, um, Opus Two. I was when I when I saw Golbez and the Four Fiends. I mean, I sat up in my chair and I was like, "We're doing this." Like, I I don't care how bad it is. But We're Golbez gamers now. Yeah, I'll have that music going in the background. The Battle of the Four Fiends and um How are you feeling about I, those I new all the new art fiends so far look really good? Um so the card and the art for, for Rubicante I think is fantastic. Um, I'm really excited I, for Skarm. I hope he's I if he was spoiled, I haven't seen that. And I haven't no, seen no, the no, text no. for Barbaricia. I saw it in Japanese, but I didn't see the She does 2K for every arch fiend you control when she enters the field. And at the end of the turn, if you control all four Archfiends, uh, mm-hmm. search your deck for a Golbez and put it into play. Just just put it in? Yeah, like, just put it in, dude. Oh, you just, there you go. Just yeah. pop, <laughs> stick them on the board. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's fantastic. Um, uh, she's got the juice. So, all sure. right, that's that's two for two. Um, I don't think Cagnazzo got nope. spoiled either. We haven't but... seen Cag or uh, Skarm yet, but honestly, the way that these other two are going... Uh, it seems like they're just hitting the nail on the head with these arch fiends. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic then. Um, but yeah, as a as a theme with like how relevant the cards are, um, it's all over the place. And sometimes it says brain dead is like brainwash tokens or whatever. But you also <laughs> have something where, um, for example, like Opus One Earth uh, Cecil or Cecil, however you prefer, um, when you get hurt he he deals damage to something and that's what a dark knight does that's the the soul eater mm-hmm. aspect of it um i mean i could go on like forever with that i mean yuna makes water summons cheaper and it's because she's a summoner and she does the dance you know the yuna the also sends that. literally sends cards to the far plane right. <laughs> the, yeah, the I hero mean, yuna so cool with like the art of her sending <laughs> mm-hmm. like oh yeah remove that game the far plane, please. They should have just called RFG the far plane, this or the void. Or I, yeah, I it. really think they should have. I mean, there's a lot of terms they could throw around to to make it more relevant. I mean, Kamari can copy people because he's kind of like a blue mage mime sort of thing going on there. Um, yeah, I mean, you go on and on, but I uh, the the best part is it's a great the card game is just a great game on its own. But yeah. the problem is if it did not 
have um, the Final Fantasy stuff to it, there is a good chance I would have just missed it. Um, but instead, yeah. like that 2016, when I got like when when Kayla got me the Gabronth thing was a rare foil. It didn't matter. It was she knows I love him. And I was like, I don't know what these words mean, but like we're we're going in. Um and to kind of wrap it up, a, a big thing with Final Fantasy is um, I mean, I met my wife through 14. I basically awesome. put a post on Reddit and it was like, look, we're not gonna be like super hardcore, but I'm making I thought they were called link shells at the time, but it was like I'm making a free company and and all this stuff, and we're looking for people, and this is our mindset. And she just like randomly came across it, applied, um, and she moved down here. We got married, and she supports the store and does the artwork for some stuff. And like, I mean, who the hell would have, who would have thought that would have happened? Um, yeah. So that obviously plays a big, you know, portion of my life. So that's. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's the rundown from me on that. But. That's awesome, dude. That's so no, cool. Absolutely. Like, and before I get to John, let him kind of tell his story. Do yeah. you have a card in the game that is like your favorite flavor win? <laughs> like, what's the card to you that has the most flavor that really resonates with you? Um, Let's see. I was going to say my favorite card, but it doesn't really have well, what's the favorite to card? It. What's the favorite card? The favorite card is the, the Lita Legend mm -hmm. Um. In Opus mm, Three, the artwork <laughs> is spot on. Um, I have played a lot of that card. <laughs> I think it does have some flavor to it, only because Delita is a very like I don't care about your church, your demons, your whatever. Like I'm on a mission to do stuff. So when you use summons against him, he's just like, could you not? And that's like <laughs> how the card plays out. Could you not? Um. Favorite flavor card. So, well, that's a tough one. That is a tough that's one. That's all right. No, yeah, I don't even know what mine is. I'm glad you got put on the spot first. Yeah, because I was gonna say the the Moogle one with like the 50 slots. I I hmm. don't think like anyone else. Oh, bring that up because that was like uh, that was precast, so you can say that again. Oh, yeah. Only only Patty. Oh, okay. Um. So there's a two CP win Moogle eleven that it lets you search your deck. For basically, I think it's anything. It's just yeah, it's retrieve. Yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. um, Literally called retrieve. Like, oh, so there you go. Yeah, he's getting it out of the yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, the old closet. So in Final Fantasy XI, when you go to your Mog House, your Moogle can is present to like help you get inventory out, and your default uh, inventory space is fifty, and it's literally like what he does in the game. He retrieves things for you when you need them typically like at the best time um so again like i don't know if kagiyama is like secretly an 11 fanboy or something but they they nailed it really well on that uh it's a so deep that, flavor cut yeah other than that i would say opus one shantoto um in final fantasy 11 story she is a quote-unquote good guy but mm -hmm. she always does things her way, and when she she's like the most powerful character in in eleven, and when she does things, like everything goes to hell, like very much chaotic is, good, <laughs> right? Um, so the fact that she shows up and she's like, "I've got your back. I'm just gonna murder the countryside while I do it." Uh, I think it perfectly nails um, her flavor. She also can cast any kind of spell. She's like just like a master sage or something like that. Um, so that would kind of dictate why she can dull for any element. Nice. So that's that. I'll go with that one. I like that. I like that. John, I know you could probably talk for several hours about your relationship with Final Fantasy. Take us, uh, <laughs> take us, take us through your journey, man. All right, guys, we'll buckle up. No, we'll, we'll do Spark Notes version. But, um, yeah, man, I, I mean, my memories of like, uh, of games go back as far as my memories go right uh i mean like one of my earliest memories is um me like jumping up and down on the bed as like a little kid does and my dad getting very very angry with me when like this dark red screen would appear with like this like black shadowy figure on it like laughing at my dad and i'd be like oh he gets really angry every time that happens 
Well, it turns out that was Link, uh, at the second Zelda game, and when you die, Ganon just like laughs at you for losing all your lives. Yep. Um, so that was him just yelling at me for getting him killed in Zelda over and over. So I, I was like watching my dad play games as long as, you know, any of that stuff uh, was going on, and um, one of the first things that that I watched him play was Final Fantasy VI on Super Nintendo. And he named all of the characters in the game, because, you know, you can rename characters in Final Fantasy games, of course, at least all the early ones. You can name everybody, whatever you want. Um, so he was naming them all after, like, family members that we had. Um, so, like, I was named after Locke, and, like, my brother was Edgar, and my other brother was Saban, and then he just went to, like, cousins and other things like that. And it was... Um, so he would just be like, oh, you know, watch me play this game. Like, this is your guy, Right. And so, uh, obviously, to this day, my favorite Final Fantasy character is Locke, right? Uh, just, like, by a mile. Um, not that I even see him as, like, me in any kind of way, right? But it's just, like, I had that connection to the character. Uh, he was one who I was, like, paying the most attention to, uh, to begin with. And uh, in a lot of ways, he ends up being, like, um, Final Fantasy VI does not have a main character, right? Uh, that is very specifically their their point was to not create a main character but uh you know everybody just like game of thrones everybody always gets the plot armor to some extent someone always ends up being kind of more main right and it's obviously Terra is like the uh the representative of the game but playing through final fantasy 6 Locke ends up very much being the main character there almost every time that they force you to uh to go somewhere and take like a party the only like mandatory party member is Locke, and he's like a driving point for a lot of the story because Terra's like tied up um so I just, like, uh, I really made this connection with that game, with that character, and it was one of those things where, like, as soon as I was old enough to, like, start stumbling around in Narsh, I was trying to play that game myself. Um, and so I have multiple cartridges of Final Fantasy III for Super Nintendo, uh, or six as it were, and one of them has the file on it that is literally, like, all of the characters are named um my different family members names yeah i like never would ever delete that one and like as i was a kid like my dad didn't care about it anymore and i would like go on that file and that was like the first file where i like maxed everybody to 99 you know like i would play at like the end of the game and be like oh my god it's so crazy this is what like the end looks like all right i have to figure out how to get there i'm like a kid i like can barely read half these words like uh, and the thing is back then a lot of those games man you just brute force them it's like, where's the next thing? Well, I'm going to spend days of my childhood walking on every square of the map, and I'll find the next thing. Thankfully, there's, like, a, a map that comes in the game that has, like, numbers on it, kind of tells you where everything is and what order to go do it in. Um, but, you know, you couldn't look up a guide or anything. Uh, I certainly wasn't young enough to even, like, understand one. So that was my introduction. And then it was like, okay, hold on. Like, this game was so fun. It's called Final Fantasy III. Let me look through this, like, box of games, because we had uh, NES and Super Nintendo. And, oh, sure enough, we have Final Fantasy One. Uh, and we have Final Fantasy 2, or 4, as it were. So then I played both of those. And then uh, when it came time, like, my uncle gave us, like, the hand-me-down uh, PlayStation, uh, Final Fantasy 7 was in there. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I played 3. I played 1, 2, 3. 3 is, like, my favorite game. I go to Blockbuster all the time. Like, I know what's what. You know, I'm a, I'm a proud, <laughs> like, video gamer at this point. I'm, I'm now, like, uh, you know, towards, like, the end of elementary school kind of thing. And I'm like, what's going on with the... Uh, how, how did this happen? You know, how did I miss four of these? I read the magazines and do it. You know, uh, so very frustrated. I'm like, I have to play this right away. I'm so behind. Um, and that game, I remember, was like, I wasn't allowed to play games that were rated T or M, which is like all the best PlayStation 1 games. So they were put in like a box. It was like, oh, you can't play any of these until you're 13 because you're not a teenager. Uh, and 13 for me is like 2003. So you figure it's like it's like 1998. I'm trying to play Final Fantasy VII like a year later, right? So I had to be like, please, you let me play this Final Fantasy game on Super Nintendo. Please, you have to let me play this other game. And so my dad just did one of those moves where he's like, well, I have to play it first to make sure it's uh, <laughs> it's okay. And what ended up happening to this day is still one of like my favorite kind of things that happened is like we would race each other on like the weekends. Like who could wake up first and get to the PlayStation and like be playing Final Fantasy VII, and we were basically like racing each other to beat this game. Uh, very, very fun, very cool. But like, it's just a lot of those things. Like uh, Final Fantasy is just so baked into a lot of my early memories of like playing games. Um, and there weren't story games like that. Like, I mean, there were other RPGs, but there weren't games that had fourteen characters all go through some kind of crazy interwoven character development. I mean, to this day, there's no Final Fantasy game that has had as many characters as Final Fantasy VI that are like main mm -hmm. characters. Uh, especially not like party members, right? It's just, 
it, mm-hmm. it was so much story and character development and it was like wow i didn't know games could have like like this much like feelings and like all the music and everything like that and it just uh it stuck with me man so that was lifetime i just became a final fantasy fan i played them all uh i really loved seven i uh could take or leave eight i, I really hated a lot of the changes in eight and like junctioning is so annoying and yeah eight, I didn't like the draw eight is one of the games where there yeah like you guys said there's not a single character in eight that i like at all like i irvine finally came along i was like oh here's my guy and then nope uh i very much disliked him <laughs> by the end of things it's just <laughs> like uh you know I, I really have a hard time uh connecting the characters in that one uh like my favorite character in eight is probably ultimisha <laughs> so it's like you know it's uh or no laguna for sure but he did yeah laguna is definitely like the best character laguna 100 percent is my favorite character in that game i'd rather have played final fantasy VIII as like laguna ward and kiros uh, but anyway, nine was phenomenal. I love nine is absolutely excellent game. 10 really, really good game. Uh, and 10 to me was like the modern, like the perfect modern final fantasy. Like, okay, we can't live in this world, this NES world forever. Whereas four dudes mm-hmm. lined up on the side and, and like everything is so turn-based and everything. And to me, that was like, wow, they made the game very, very cinematic. 10 is a great game to start people off on to convince them to play older Final Fantasies because it still is like voiceover and mm-hmm. everything like that. It's very much like a movie. Um, so it's like, okay, that game to me was like, yeah, it was a little simplistic. It was like the hallway kind of thing. But the combat was a perfect evolution to me of like turn-based oh, while still yeah. having heavy strategy and like your decisions really matter. And it still has that classic kind of feel. Sphere Grid was maybe one of my favorite progression systems in all the Final Fantasy games. Um, and then 11 came out and man, I love Final Fantasy 11. And James said a lot of the stuff that I would say about why I love the game. And like I said, I was like literally wearing this Final Fantasy 11 shirt. Like I buy every Final Fantasy 11 shirt that comes across my desk. I have that, all the shirts that Kayla made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have all these shirts. <laughs> I have to, man. Um, it's just like, I will say until the day I die, I wish that they had just called that game Final Fantasy Online. Because I think that, to me, the classic formula of Final Fantasy is just, I just want those games to keep coming out forever. And uh, Chris and I said this maybe on the last episode of the caster. We've said it recently, that uh, we live in a bizarro world where, like, all the best Final Fantasy games are still coming out. They're just not called Final Fantasy anymore. Like, you you cast Cure, you use Phoenix Downs to raise your party members, you've got a job wheel with Black Mage, White Mage, and, and you know, you're equipping Excalibur, and it's called Bravely Default 2. And it's just like, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, hey, at least they're still making these absolute banger JRPGs. Um, but the Final Fantasy games, like, I 12, I kind of enjoy the characters, but I can't tell you I enjoy playing the game. It's a uh, chore. 13, I enjoy playing the game more than 12, but again, I just, you know, it's not that great. Right. I don't really like the characters. Like, just combat was, like, a little bit more, like, turn-based, whereas Final Fantasy 12 combat to me feels like single-player Final Fantasy 11. Um, then 14 is just like another MMO. Then by the time 15 comes around, we're not playing the same game anymore. Right? We're playing like an open world like thing. And it's, it's very loosely final fantasy. And it tries to like call back to final fantasy a lot to try to remind you, this is a final fantasy game. Um, and that game was like, at first I didn't buy it because I had literally no confidence anymore. Like it was the first time I did not purchase a final fantasy game on launch since I'd been old enough to like buy them. And mm-hmm. I said, dude, I just don't think they can make a Final Fantasy game like the ones like the all time greats anymore. And um, I didn't buy it. And then my friends were like, dude, this game's actually so good. You have to buy it. So on their recommendation, I got 15 and I was actually streaming it a bit. And I got all these people to buy 15 because I was like, wow, this is incredible. Wow, this game's so good. The slice of life aspects of this game are so good. Like the way that the banter is between these guys, the, like the cooking, like the, the camping, all this stuff is excellent. Wow, uh, this is so cool. I felt like I was wasting all this time just exploring around and looking around. And I said to myself, okay, it's time to really sit down and get to the meat and potatoes of this game. And then I was done with the game in six hours. Yep. So it was like, oh, the second half of this game feels like the second disc of Xenogears. You guys know what I mean. Like, oh, we literally don't have money to finish this game anymore. You have to go make Final Fantasy VIII. So uh, we're going to actually, instead of telling the story, you know, all of these moments where you definitely would have been present and playing the game. Instead, Faye's going to be, like, sitting in a chair and telling you, like, like it's like this old story from Grandma. Like, oh, yes, and then we went to the place and saw the thing. And then we went to, and, like, the plot is scrolling by on the side of the screen. And you're like, wait, why aren't I playing all this? (laughs) Yep. <laughs> and and that was Final Fantasy 15. You it literally you get on the plot train, and the plot train drives you to the next plot points until you get to the end of the game. 
And I it, often say I would have rather have played Kingsglaive as Final Fantasy 15 yeah. than played Final Fantasy 15. It was just so jarring. Um, and then they came out with all this DLC that still doesn't like finish the second half of the game, and they like tripled down on pretending like, no, dude, this is done. This is Final Fantasy 15. Like, come on, you know, like like everybody knows this wasn't finished. They make like a mobile knockoff or whatever knockoff, some other kind of version of it some fishing vr games and this and that and i'm just like okay that's you know it's done like like mm-hmm. uh my confidence in the ability to create a uh like a classic perfect final fantasy game is completely gone final fantasy 16 to me i believe will literally be the witcher uh in fact also i know for <laughs> a fact that final Fan- uh, that japanese game dev companies think that the witcher 3 is like one of the best games ever made and that the witcher comes up multiple times in discussions like weekly and so i yeah there's a reason that that game kind of looks like that i'm worried that they're going to cut party members uh and then it's going to be a single person runs around and swings a sword and that they're going to keep saying things that try to remind me that it's final fantasy game but uh i'm playing in the next final fantasy game it's on my switch it's called bravely default 2 it's it's really good (laughs) so i mean yeah i have and i'll be playing the next tactics game that project triangle or whatever Yeah, exactly the next final fantasy tactics game project triangle strategy so i have this deep deep love for this ip this franchise i mean and i'm still playing uh final fantasy 11 i still play the old final fantasy games over and 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 over again um and you don't see me doing that with anything past 10 really except you know 11 is just a continuous thing so it's not to be like a debbie downer on the franchise i mean because the franchise is just so good uh that Mm -hmm. those games will just exist for all time kind of thing uh, and, and there will always be like this trading card game can come out and they can be like, wow, see all these characters that everybody loves. I'm going to make new art for the Final Fantasy 11 characters. Oh, my God. How cool that right. is that I have a playmat for a trading card game that has Prish and Shantoto holding Final Fantasy trading cards on it. That is one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Like, you know, it's <laughs> like two of my loves are, are mingled into this really unique way. Um, it's just really, really cool. And that is really like what brings me to the trading card game i mean the trading card game i was at new york comic-con i saw a banner that said final fantasy trading card game and i literally said to my friends uh i am no longer on the schedule for the rest of the day ignore me call me before we leave i will be here if you need me i will literally be sitting right here like i'm not going to any of the other booths i'm not doing any of the other stuff like you can find me here i'll be playing the final fantasy trading card game uh and that was where i opened my first packs which was opus three uh, I opened Garnet Legend, which is my favorite card, and uh, and that was it. It was hooked, man. Here I am, and here awesome. I will continue to be. Now, do you, what's your favorite? Uh, I know you had time to think about it. You know, while James was going through his, mm-hmm. what is your your fa- go ahead and say your favorite card and also your favorite flavor card? So my favorite card, card is Opus Three Garnet Legend, and mm-hmm. Opus Three Garnet Legend isn't particularly uh, flavorful. I don't think there's any reason that she can't get attacked by summons. Uh, in, in the uh in the game but you know i um that card the power level really not there anymore but i just really thought like uh game design and like deck building wise i played the hell out of like mono water and mono water knights that was splashing like chaos walkers of the wheel and elias and that was such a cool thing to be able to do like i just loved the design of being able to pay water and play like non water summons um and like combat tricks being very good in this game was kind of new to me um so I, I thought that that was all just so cool i loved that card also nine is great i love garnet um most flavorful card i did mention in the precast uh that i think that the flavor on the card ghost is insane mm-hmm. because it's literally a one for one of like what the card does in the game is what the card does uh you know like in ff6 is that you Mm -hmm. use this ability and he goes over there and he just possesses the guy and they both just get removed from the game and that's Mm -hmm. it no must no fuss uh it gets through everything it's just gone there's nothing that blocks like rfg right Mm -hmm. it would have to be can't be targeted by abilities or something like that uh but it's just i think that that card the flavor on that card is through the roof it doesn't get more flavorful than that uh it, it is uh 10 out of 10 in my book i just wish that uh I played Ghost more. I have a wonderful uh, shout out to Greg Cole. I have a ghost that's signed by him that has mm-hmm. written on it like, ooh, no escape, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide from your opponent or something like that. <laughs> Just, I love like, it. It's so funny. Uh, is that what they say on like the the crawlies or whatever you call it? Like if you talk to the ghosts on the carts? Uh, yeah. So, so, like that. yeah. So when you, um, 
At first, the ghosts are like, you know, some of them are friendly, some of them sell you items, some of them join your party, and some of them fight you. But then when you find out on the train that, like, oh, the train's not going to let me get off, like, there's one of the cabins where you go into it, and then when you go in, a ghost comes in behind you and just stands in the doorway. And you're like, <laughs> oh, that's kind of weird. Like, nobody comes in behind me on the door. So then you go talk to him, and it says nowhere to run, uh, oh, nowhere to hide. And then you fight it, and then when you're done fighting it, the character's standing outside the car, and they're like, oh, that was kind of weird. And then you hear they say nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, and oh, then they okay. all start coming. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, and that's when Saban somehow picks up Cyan and Shadow, and literally runs and jumps like across the top of trains with two grown men on his <laughs> back. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know how he does he that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, he's a strong fellow to run yeah, away he's from. Probably the, the strongest kid alive. Yeah, but nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, dude. They're they're coming to get you. Yeah, so I thought that was great. I, I really no escape. They say too, no escape. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now my my journey with Final Fantasy is a little bit different. I mean, I'm I'm just south of forty, so I, I'm definitely the old man here at the table. Um, Final Fantasy was something I really didn't have a lot of interest in for a long time. Um, because you know when I was playing Nintendo, the only RPG I cared about was Dragon Warrior. To me, it was like one character. I like this menu. I like this menu driven stuff. I like the idea of saving the princess from a dragon. And my older brother would play Final Fantasy, and I was like, four characters? Nope, that's too much. I just want to be one guy. I want to be my character, and that's what I want to do. So I didn't really touch Final Fantasy 1 on Nintendo. Same with, uh, like, Super Nintendo. I didn't touch uh, 2 and 3, or you know, we'll, I'll just call them 4 and 6 from here on out. Yeah. Um, I didn't touch those, but I would watch my brother play them. It actually wasn't until, and in 1995, like, I'm, I'm on the tail end of middle school going into high school. My the first like proper like square RPG I played was actually Chrono Trigger, which was kind of, and that was mostly because of the Akira Toriyama arts. I was a big, you know, big Dragon Ball guy back then. Um, so I got into that, which is you know, really when you break it down, like Chrono Trigger is kind of the, the it's like diet RPG, right? Like the there's no <laughs> transitions. You just you're on the map. There's the enemy. You fight. You move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until that and I love I. Fell in love with Chrono Trigger. Absolutely loved it. I was like, it it doesn't get much better than this. And my brother was like, hold on. Do you remember this game you watched me play? It sure as shit does get better than that. And that's a tall order because Chrono Trigger is very much beloved by a lot of people. It's the top oh, yeah. of a lot of people's lists. Really but then I went game. back and, yeah, oh, yeah, most certainly. Then I went back and gave Final Fantasy VI a fair shake and I was hooked immediately. I fell in like, I loved the intro. Like, I get goosebumps every time I hear that theme and watch the uh, the fucking the the Magitek armor like trouncing through the snow on their way to Narsh while the credits roll. I was like, that is the best intro in any video game of all time, of all time, because it sets you up. You're like, I'm about to go on a fucking ride. Hey, and uh, the mode six used too was just like like literally absolutely. games didn't have like. A cutscene like that, dude. Like, like no, that that, that was the cutscene. It was so, yeah, dude. Absolutely fell in love with it. And then as I'm playing the game, I'm falling in love with the characters. And like, you know, so I'm I'm gonna make no bones about it. To me, six is the pinnacle of the franchise. Like six, it, it was it's like a roller coaster, right? Like it went one, two, three, four, five, six, and it's to me, it's been <laughs> kind of downhill ever since. Um, six, you're at the tippy top, and you don't want you don't want to go down that hill. You just want to sit there and enjoy the view. Um, so. Fond memories of six. Uh, PlayStation came out. I actually didn't play seven right away because at the time I didn't really care for like the the super futuristic aesthetic. You know, six had some modern tendencies, but like it was more still fantasy. You had castles, you had knights, you know, you had things like that, but it had kind of a steampunk aspect to it with the trains and whatnot. But I played Breath of Fire three before I played oh, Final Fantasy. Go. And I was like, holy shit. This is what a next-gen RPG looks like. I love the isometric. I love the anime style. And, of course, Breath of Fire 3 is an amazing fucking game. And then my brother was like, well, hold on. You might want to play this, too. And then I played Final Fantasy 7, and I was like, oh, this game is just an absolute joy to play. Because I, you know, much like uh, you know, like like James here, I, I don't give a shit about Cloud. Don't give a shit about Barrett, Tifa. Don't care. They, they, they could be named anybody. Don't care. But I love Jingle Jangle. Yeah, care. old fucking crisscross applesauce. Don't care what your name is. But like, I love the materia system. I loved playing the game. Like, it was a fun game to play. 
And of course, you know, at the time it was fully 3D. I mean, granted the graphics were very, nothing really from that era that was done in like 3D models has really aged all that well. But I enjoyed it. Uh, eight, same, I feel the same about you guys. I, I could give or take. I, I liked the characters. I didn't really care for like the the setting, but I thought, you know, there were some interesting characters. Didn't give a shit. Nine, nine almost caused me to drop out of college. Nine <laughs> was so much fun. I remember when that game was released, I was in my second semester of college and I just didn't go to class for like a week, any class for a week. And I was like, wait a minute, I need to get my shit together. But of course I finished the game. So I was able to get my shit together. (laughs) But uh, like I literally sat home and played that game from sunup to sundown. Nine is such a treat, such a great game. Um, And it was like four discs. It was was like, what the fuck is this? This is so great. It was just so great. Keeps on going, dude. Right. And then 10, 10 was, I remember, I mean, I'm, I'm a full grown adult at this point. And I remember that Christmas, it came out going into what, 2001, that year, my family, we took a trip to Epcot. We actually drove down to Florida to Disney world, did all that stuff. And my dad had one of those big conversion vans. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like 19 at the time. So I'm just along for a cool family vacation. Well, my dad had a conversion van and it had like a TV and a spot to hook up a PlayStation too. So on the drive from Norfolk, Virginia to Orlando, Florida, I'm playing Final Fantasy X pretty, I mean, that's that's 12 hours uninterrupted. So, t- awesome, 10, will, yeah. Yeah, 10 will always have a special <clears> spot <throat> for me, because like, I remember playing it on this road trip. Um, and I still get the feels at the end, you know, spoiler alert, when, you know, you, know, you find out, like, you know, Titus is going to disappear, Oren disappears, and like, Yuna's just so heartbroken over this, and it's, it's just... It's like go, he goes for the hug and goes right through her, and oh man, my heart breaks every time. Dude, the twist every moment in ten breaks. when like Titus mm-hmm. as also the player, because I think the narrative in ten is just great. How it's like you don't yeah. know anything as a player, so neither does he, right? And so people mm-hmm. just explain everything to you, and it makes sense that they're doing so. Yep. But like the fact that uh, when he finds out that she's just gonna die, like everybody knew. And like everything yep. clicks all the way back, you're like, oh my god, and you feel like him too. You're like, oh my god, I've I've been saying all this stuff like a total idiot. Like I've yeah. been thinking the same thing he's been thinking, and mm-hmm. like that twist uh, is just so that hits so hard. Like people's first yep. time, if that's not spoiled for them, like that's a really cool moment. And they play like oh, uh, man. like the the you know the the one song is just like the sad time songs, like the sad Xanarkin. Yeah. Like there's the happier, <laughs> but then there's like the slower sad one. And it's just like, oh my yep. god, dude, that that scene and, is so powerful and i love 10 too just because i finally get to see like a little bit more of that story like i love the sequence where she's singing a thousand words because it's like yeah. oh all the feelings that i had from the first game <laughs> you've brought them all back i don't give a shit about sh- you know shoe yin and all that crap but i but like i just i just want to see like 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 titus and you you just want to see them together right like that's just it's just like the couple you want to see. It's like it's like Ross and Rachel and friends, man. Like all the trials and tribulations, you just want them to end up together at the end of all this. They just never give it to you after Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. They never ever give it to you, right? I guess at the Absolutely. end of nine, they give it to you. Nine has yeah. a phenomenal like ending cutscene. Oh, fantastic! Oh, yeah. oh, oh, so good. And like like uh like dude, I think it's like ten years after I beat nine, I realized like Vivi's dead in the in the end. Yeah, <laughs> he's like it's like a letter they're reading, and he's just not there. I was like, like, oh, oh damn, no. dude, that makes that makes a lot more sense and is so much more sad and is like Absol- potent. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really and then cool. ele- unlike you guys, eleven is just a speed bump for me. Oh, that's eleven. Up, oh, look at this, oh, Final yeah. Fantasy twelve. Uh-huh. Um, and not that I didn't care about eleven, I just wasn't into MMOs at the time. Um, and I mean, you also 12, need I to think... like pay a monthly subscription to play this. Yeah, game. Yeah, how about fuck that? It's a big ask. <laughs> it was a huge ask, but. I love 12. And again, I agree with everybody. The game is a chore to play. It's an absolute, it's a, it's not that great of an experience to play, but I'll be damned if I do not love those characters. I love the way they speak. I love the world. I would, I would watch, I would watch somebody play 12, 12 times out of 10 before I actually play it myself, just because I love those characters so much. Um, I mean, I mean, we're practically playing Star Wars here. Um, mm-hmm. But one thing that I also went uh, didn't mention, I did eventually go back and play Final Fantasy two II and three. Didn't really give a shit about three because I did, I really didn't care about the crazy like job changing system. I was like, ah, that's not really my bag. I want my and also because at this point, 
every RPG I've played for the most part, my character has kind of been defined for me. Like I just want to, I want to watch the story unfold. I don't want to kind of create my own character in this sense, but I actually really, really love Final Fantasy two. Again, it's a, the proper Final Fantasy two. It is miserable to play, absolutely (laughs) miserable to play, but the story is pretty much star Wars. There's just something beautiful in how simple the story is Mm Four rebels giant empire emperor's pretty much sold his soul to the devil for for all this power i'm in i'm in we got a fallen hero your your friends die like actually die along the way i was like this is this is great but i don't want to fucking play this i want to just read this who has like skill ups and shit two is so ahead of its time mm-hmm. it's like way too ahead of its time two just would a stand to have like a really like a ds remake or something of two could be really really good yeah, I agree. Uh, 13, didn't give a shit about. I remember the weekend 13 came out, me, Adam Lane, and a couple other people, we went to a fighting game. I think we went down to final round. We either went down to final round. Yeah, we went to final round in Georgia. Um, and, you know, on the way down, we're talking about Final Fantasy 13. And I was like, well, I really don't like this game. So I never played it again after that. I just didn't give a shit. Like, I, I played it for a week and never felt the need to go back to it. Um, I'd watched people play 13-2. I'd watched Adam play 13-3. I was like, nah, I don't care. Don't, you know, stop trying to make lightning happen because I don't care. Like, the, the game just did nothing for me. Um, stop trying to make lightning happen. Yeah. And 14's been an off-on thing. Like, you know, I want to play 14, but again, it's like an MMO that I just can't. I can't dedicate the time to. I just simply can't. Yeah. I just don't have the time to really get what I want out of it. There's no um, short version of enjoying the story in 11 or 14. Exactly. And 15, John, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I love the slice of life stuff. I love riding around with the boys. I love taking the pictures. Like every time I would, every time I would take a picture with the boys, I would like post it on Facebook. I'm like, oh, look, oh, yeah, them dude. boys, them boys is at it again. Like you all know, those I love, parts I love so that good. shit. So good. It, like, then it was like, but then it was like, Oh, this game kind of sucks. It was like the game, like, though, like after, like, yeah. like behind all that. <laughs> yeah, playing the game kind of sucks, but like once again, we're in, uh, we're press in, X, uh, press X to attack. Yeah, we're in the situation where it's like, man, I love these characters. I want to just, I wish I was in the car with them. Like, I want to just hang out with these guys and go, go like town hopping and go, go drinking. Like, these are, these are, I want to go drinking with these characters. I don't want to fucking fight monsters. Fuck that. I just want to go drinking with you boys. So, like, it's another example where it's like, I love the characters, hate the story. And 16, don't give a fuck about it because I don't want to play The Witcher. I just don't want to play it again. <laughs> so, so like, you, I, so I've never played The Witcher. Um, mm-hmm. Do you like that game, but you don't want to have yes. that in final? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great game. It's probably one of the best RPGs that anybody can ever wrap their paws around. But I don't want to play that with a Final Fantasy skin. Okay. Like I'll just go play The Witcher, you know? Right. That's right. what I'm saying. I'll, I'll just play the source material because I, I think The Witcher's probably gonna do it better. Or... I mean, like for for 20 years, playing Final Fantasy meant like like if I say I'm gonna go play StarCraft, dude, it better be an RTS that works exactly the same every time. Right. Like right. I don't want mm-hmm. StarCraft Four to be like, oh, it, now it's uh you control one. Dude. Right, it's an over-the-shoulder. <laughs> it's it's StarCraft I'm... Ghost now. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, well, it, we we just yeah. really distilled it down for you. But don't worry, there's still like there's still StarCraft stuff happening all the oh, time. Yeah, they're, they're, and you know, there's a fire bat who you talk to, and there. you're fighting. Uh, yeah, you're fighting the Zerg, and I'm like, yeah, dude. But like, uh, this was literally the best in class yeah. for this genre, mm-hmm. and now you're just not doing it. Like I, I've made this thing before. It's like uh, you got famous for selling like your hamburgers. You're like this hamburger joint, like McDonald's. You just get famous for selling your hamburgers, and then you're like, guys, now that we've made it, now that we've made it, you from closing the doors forever. Now that we've made it, dude, we're just gonna take hamburgers off the menu because we get we're really excited to try different kinds of sandwiches. And it's I like, hope you like hoagies and chicken sandwiches, but, but like, I want a cheeseburger. Well, yeah, but wait, guys, you were really good at making hamburgers. They're like, yeah, but we just kind of, you know, we got a sloppy Joe. It's hamburger but, meat. But dude, Dave in the back, he's very creative. It's like, okay, I mean, that's fine. I don't want to take Dave's creativity away from him, but maybe you know, the the like ghost kitchen that you guys are operating called Octopath Traveler could be, you know, yeah, exactly. I don't know, it's trying the weird like- shit. Final and, Fantasy is now yeah. like it's it's a pop up kitchen. That's all it is. Like Final Fa- classic Final Fantasy is now just a pop up bar somewhere. That's all it is. It's a right. pop up food truck. I just don't. Oh get man, it. I like, can go get these tacos here on Sunday. 
Yeah, like, uh, can you point to a single Final Fantasy game where they used the classic formula, at, like, since they started being, you know, I- I'm not going to say, like, started being good, because they were always good, but, right, let's say just, like, six forward. like, the last one. Like, literally. It has, like, uh, four people standing in a row. Dude, in less than ten years, they made six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Mm-hmm. And all of those games are basically, like, some of the greatest JRPGs of all time. Right? Whether yeah. or not I, like... People have their own like opinions on eight or nine, but they still are just like they're like these just formulaic golden era JRPGs. Oh no, the quality is still there. Whether you're absolutely yeah, and they made these in like a year and a half. Like oh, let's just there's Final Fantasy nine a year and a half. There's Final Fantasy ten. Now it takes them ten years to make a new engine for a game, and then they don't finish the game. But oh boy, we've got the crystal whatever engine. You know, it's just like it's such a different world. It's uh. It's like, oh, this game, instead of getting finished, it takes them, like, ten years to, like, re-re-re-redesign it, and then they push it out before it's done. It's right, just like... and, I, and I think my other big gripe with fifteen is, you know, I love Kingsglaive. I think Kingsglaive is the best experience in the Final Fantasy fifteen universe, but I don't want to watch a movie, watch a TV show, read a book. I just want to play the game. Give me, Give me the world in this game. Let me deduce the past. Let me read about the past. Give me glimpses of the past in this world and take me on this journey. Like, I don't want to have to watch Kingsglaive to have some sort of loose tie-in, even though I love, again, I love the characters. Nyx is actually my favorite card in the game. Um, But I would have rather played Kingsglaive and have everything else be off the table. And then, like, the 15 game comes out, and, like, all the stuff they talked about in Kingsglaive just, like, isn't relevant in the game because, oops, we didn't put that half of the plot, like... Yeah, whoops. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, I, like, I remember I finally got the ring, and I was like, I watched an entire movie about how powerful this ring is. And then that was the... Like, I know that they patched it and that the chapter's totally different now, but when mm-hmm. I played it, that was literally the worst experience, like, the worst chapter I've ever played in a video game because they mm-hmm. gave you the item. It's, like, as if they were, like, all right, here's the Master Sword... And you went to hit the first enemy with it, and it just broke in half. And you were like, "Wait!" <laughs> and then they, then you had to you had to fight the rest of the thing with like a broken in half master sword that deals less damage than whatever you were using before. And you're just like, "Wait, yeah, this, it's like, this is pretty terrible." Like some <laughs> yeah. so yeah, like the ring had three moves, and one of them was like a count like holy was a counter spell, and mm-hmm. you would use your it did so little damage that your entire MP bar would drain out, and you still wouldn't have killed the things that were attacking you, but you would be like mm-hmm. countering everything. Then it had death. And Death spent the entire MP bar for a really long cast that would kill one guy. And then, so it's like basically you kept like dumping your MP bar because Death was the only way to kill things because you could be fighting like 10 things and countering all of them and they just wouldn't die. And so I guess mm-hmm. they like they retuned it and they made like the ring, you know, obviously just like work. But I just mm-hmm. remember like I'm using like these powerful sounding spells. And I'm supposed to, I have this ring that literally this guy like sold his like life to like use to defend the entire kingdom in this movie I just watched to get ready to play this game. <laughs> then they hit you with the old, how about fuck that? It's like the worst thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that game was just, I think that it had uh, like they, when they finally figured out what they were doing and started working on the game, like I said, mm-hmm. the first half of that game was I was ready for like them to show me like a new kind of final fantasy experience. I was like, Oh, maybe they can do it. You know, yeah, they it, maybe they can do it, but then they just don't stick the landing. They, it's not even close to me, at least. They, they don't. They don't even. They don't even get on the the parallel bars, man. They just like they're on the team, and that's it. Like they don't. Even, they don't even compete in the event. They're, they they break their ankle before they start their floor routine. And yeah, I mean, like, hey, is Octopath Traveler and Bravely Default two like less ambitious? I mean, yeah, by like by like a mile, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, they're finished. Well, not everything has to be a Michael Bay movie. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't right, need, right. I don't need a JJ Abrams lens flare every time. Like sometimes I just want something simple. Well, I think and... is maybe the final fantasy to them. Maybe that's what it does have to be for square. Like maybe the final fantasy game. And they've said this in recent years and it, it drives me crazy because for 10 years or for maybe 20 years, sorry, 10 entries, 20 years, mm-hmm. this was not the mentality. They're like, Oh, well, final fantasy really is just like a project of whatever everybody at square thinks is like, the best game to make at the time kind of thing. And like, they've been mm. saying that recently and I'm like, okay, come on. You know, like there was a, I think a very, because you're catching so much shit from, there was the a very people. clear formula that you exactly to very, very closely <laughs> for 10 games. Exactly. But to, uh, to wrap this all up, I actually, I'm maybe not so much in the minority, but 
of like the classic fans, I really enjoyed the remake. Um, I'm a sucker for timey wimey alternate universe type of thing. We've had this conversation in our group chat, so I don't want to go into too the, much. Uh, oh, you're, you're, you're saying but, like specifically the changes. You're, yeah, uh, I love I could because yeah. I the remake helped me care more about characters that I didn't give a shit about. Like, I love remake Cloud, I love remake Tifa. I love remake Barrett. I love the remake versions of these characters because I know they're not the same characters. And I'm fine with that. I like, to me personally, I like this crop, this world, whatever, whatever we're staring at here. I like this a lot more than anything I ever saw in the original seven. So, so I, I do have a bit of an attachment to that because I just, I've just thrown the minute I saw that we were doing this kind of alternate universe multiple timeline kind of thing i was like eh, doesn't matter don't give a shit whatever happened in the original seven don't care about i just need to loosely remember it how but, many sephiroths is too many chris uh there's <laughs> um i mean i think personally one is too many because i think he's a very <laughs> overrated villain like kefka is the greatest villain the series has ever seen and I, and that's not just bias like that's fact he fucking does it he doesn't just say he's gonna do something he fucking does it Yes, and, you, and it's not like at the end of the game you play a lot of the game in his shitty like world that he's created yeah dude he's like like you wake up at a point where it's like oh no this has just been life for two years like yeah exactly <laughs> like exactly like don't say anything bad he'll he'll zap you and your whole town will just be gone you know that's how we've exactly. been for two years something that's kind of along with that um and i know we're wrapping this up but um mm-hmm. With six specifically, four, you know, four had a, a cool story and there was some sad mm-hmm. times and happy times. But in six, I remember we got it. Um, we, you know, my mom bought it for us that morning. Thanks, I mom. took it out of the box. I put it in in the Super Nintendo. And I did not know that the TV volume was on like sound barrier. <laughs> breaking. And so it does that auto scroll with like the clouds and the lightning. The organ just hits. When that organ kicked in, I think my soul like exploded out of me. And I was like, this is pretty terrifying. Like like, lightning is fucking flashing. (laughs) You're like, oh my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) And when you mentioned Kefka being like an actual villain, that like you know, I'm I'm right there with you. He yeah, does there's no, just like there's dark... no ulterior motive, man. He doesn't he doesn't want to be like a. He's not like trying to appease a god. He's nobody's pawn. He just wants to watch the world fucking burn down around him. He does some like like uh politically dark stuff too. When there hadn't been too many politics besides like evil empire and good rebels, and there's still plenty of yeah. evil empire, good rebels in Final Fantasy VI. But things like mm-hmm. Doma, where where it's like oh. Here's a, in the water they, hole. They That'll literally show, show you like a bad guy who's just like, oh, this is just he's on that side. But like uh, the characters literally say, oh, General Leo, right, could be my friend if he wasn't my enemy, kind of thing. And, yep. and like he's like, hey, Kefka, we're doing, you know, these guys are people just like us. Uh, you know, don't do anything crazy. And he leaves. And he and goes, like anything that? crazy is my middle name. And he just poisons the river and kills, <laughs> kills like literally everybody. <laughs> and you watch this dude gets like his wife and daughter get poisoned and killed. And I was like, yeah. and he doesn't Holy just poison shit. the water. Like the water changes like three shades of color. Yeah, dude. He's like dumping like vats of like it just has like a skull and crossbones <laughs> on the barrel. And he's just dumping beep, it into the beep. water. He's like right here, right here. It's just that's right. Yeah, dude. I, it's just wild because I remember like then Cyan comes out like literally it's like in this bit of like like this desperate sad rage of like everybody like his wife and kid die. Then he runs to the throne room and the king's dead. And you're just like holy shit. Oh, there's uh, you know, something. Well, he's just ready to fucking string Kefka up by his toes. Yeah, dude. It was wild. Uh, that stuff was like uh, like we talked about some of these things being like pretty dark. Like dude, man, that it's was like he a... wants to kill Kefka. Use a phoenix down on him just so he can kill him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That's so uh, cool villain. Cool villain. Well, I mean, guys, yeah, but, I think we could do this for a hundred hours, but absolutely. But just to wrap up, my uh, my favorite card with the my favorite flavor card, honestly, is a more recent one, uh, Regis. I think yeah, Royal Sigil is probably the most flavorful card that I've played because it's just like cool. He can bring people back. He's the protector. He is the dad, and it's I like, think that's really cool. 
Yeah, yeah, like royal sigil really in the good. movie, right? Isn't that like literally the uh, the thing? Like, he, yeah, it's like he the calls fucking, the, all the, the dudes to Lucii. Yeah. Yep. Dude, yeah, very so to good. me, that's my flavor win. I'm into it, dude. Well, guys, this whole cast has been a flavor win. I would really like to Absolutely. just thank James again for coming by. And James, uh, we didn't mention this as much on the Octagon State of the Union, but you have been uh, so so generous in donating promos and other prizes to our Octagon locals. And so, really, thank you so much because mm, uh, I only have so much stuff I can you know buy to give out. Uh, so the support coming from outside uh, just really, really helps. And you've been more than generous, man. Uh, so no, thank you so much. It's Dang. been my pleasure. And I and um, for the the 100th episode, and you guys are doing giveaways. Uh, I mean, just reach out to me. I've got mm-hmm. some goodies I can I can send your way for that. Uh, I think you said this is like year three, basically. Yeah. So um, yeah, just hit me up, and uh, it was an absolute pleasure to be on the show. I mean. Uh, Chris yelled at me in the parking lot after we played at locals, just like, <laughs> by the way, you're going on the show. And I, and I acted surprised, but deep inside, I was like, finally, I'm really glad I made it before like the turn of the century for the, the hundredth episode. <laughs> I was like, so it was, it was an honor. Look, I get to lean on like the fact that I wasn't here the whole time. And I always am surprised. I'm like, you got what? Come on guys. What were you doing? Don't worry. I fixed, we fixed it here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I was genuinely surprised that uh, you know you've been around uh, in this game longer than any of us, man. So uh, no, it was it was yeah. overdue, and it was absolutely a pleasure. So thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, you and Cards of Evilise are definitely a, uh, a a fixture in the community, and it's like kind of synonymous with to me with purchasing a final. I was gonna say, I know it's like, where Chris gets all love, his singles. I I don't, I don't <laughs> buy, and, and not to not to you know not to you know stroke the store or nothing but i literally do not buy my final fantasy trading card games cards anywhere else oh, i do not buy you. them anywhere else but cards of evilies like that's my go-to like that's i was like cool it's a simple store to look at everything's pleasing to the eye it's like this is specifically for this i like going to places that are specifically for the things i'm looking for mm-hmm. no i appreciate that is. a lot when i go to square enix for a final fantasy game I know specifically what I'm looking for. Yeah, God damn it. Me, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's it for us. We're signing off. Uh, this will be out soon. I might even split this guy into like the spoiler half and the Final Fantasy half because this is a Titan. Yeah, this, this, is, a, this, is, a, uh, this is a 5CP Titan. Sure yeah, this is a 5CP cast. getting clunked. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, adios until next time. Absolutely, guys. All right. See ya. Thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can head on over to rvareturners.com. Thank you to Jason, Christian, Dylan, Greg, Sergio, Ryan, and Adam, our patrons.